Good morning. Welcome to Local Matters. Ben Rogers in studio with Putnam County Mayor Randy Porter. Good morning, Randy. Good morning, man. Thanks for being here. Absolutely. I always enjoy doing your show. I always enjoy having you here. And, and I've been I've been actually leading up to this uh, episode the last few weeks talking about um, budgets with other counties, but within our county, too, and, and had Mr. Pierce on and talk about the value of the penny and how that works and, of course, his time as a commissioner. So I've kind of give you a lead in. It's kind of like a one sequel, two sequel. Now you're the main show. So Wow. Yeah. yeah. I'm impressed. So we got a lot of budget stuff to talk about Putnam County, but first, I just want to say – how great this past weekend was for the 4th of July celebration in Putnam County and City of Cookville. Um, there was a lot going on. Of mm-hmm. course, I had Mayor Shelton on a few weeks ago to, to preview it, and we won't get back into everything, but you were busy. I know you were at the fairground Saturday for the car show. Right. Did they have a lot of participants there? A uh, big crowd. Always do each year. Uh, a lot of great cars coming from even several counties away, and, uh, you know, uh, Becky, she does a great job with that and our local car shows, and we had a great crowd, and it was hot, but it was a good time. So I saw saw y'all there um, Saturday. Then Sunday you had a little bit of a break, I guess. We had a little bit of a break. We try not to do too much on Sunday unless the 4th actually falls on Sunday and let everybody go to church and enjoy themselves, and then we pick back up on Monday morning. Then. And then – Monday morning, we you started out with uh, a parade. Uh, well, was the parade was the parade first. Yeah, the parade was first at ten. We have this children's parade. We call it our patriotic parade, and it's unbelievable that these little kids uh, they dress up their tricycles and bicycles and wagons, and and it's all about being patriotic. And some of the costumes they come up with, unbelievable. Had a huge crowd. Uh, probably the maybe the largest number we've had in that we start down at hooper huddleston and come all the way up and go around the courthouse and uh, do the parade and then afterwards uh, we have a patriotic ceremony at the courthouse lawn and then we give away prizes for the most patriotic the most creative and stuff of those uh, children and absolutely unbelievable just uh, makes you feel so good and makes you feel good about the generations that are coming up uh, of those kids of how they get into it and and what a great job they do so i've never asked this who take who whose idea was it to do the children's parade is that something it was a it was a joint effort mayor shelton and i and and jennifer wilkerson when she came into office four years ago uh, wanted to be involved with it. And so Jennifer has took it for the last, since she came in office the last four years, because we didn't have it during COVID year, but uh, she's took it from then, and she does all the registrations and lineups and everything so, and does a great job. And it continues to get larger and larger each year that we do it. I think it's great that all y'all work as a team to do something good for the community, especially the kids. Absolutely. That's what it's all about. And try to teach them about what it means to be patriotic and to love your country. And, and we've got a lot of freedoms and in the United States that we don't need to take for granted. I they agree. can be taken away. So it was it was a great time. So you leave the courthouse, then you go to the fairgrounds, yeah. concerts were starting, uh, and we won't get into everything, but it was a great night. Fireworks are great as always. I just want to point out, though, Mayor, how much – of course, Mayor Sheridan and his wife, they have the foundation where they were able to do this. It's yes. separate from the city, but the city and county contribute. We do. Not only does the city and county contribute monetarily, they contribute with people. Absolutely. Just briefly, what what does the county, Putnam County, do for this event to be held? So the fairgrounds, we hold it at the Putnam County Fairgrounds. We provide the venue. Uh, John Ross and our Parks and Recreations Department, our Putnam County Maintenance Department, uh, all of our public safety, law enforcement, EMS, fire, all those guys come together and, and make that happen. There's so much work that goes on behind the scenes. 
uh, putting up all the security fencing. And, and of course, you got the fireworks that's going on in the arena, and that's a hot zone, and so nobody can be around that. We have to protect it the whole time that it's there. Uh, the number of man hours that we put in is unbelievable, but it's bringing tourism to Putnam County. And, and I've told this story before, back in 2014 when I was running for county mayor for the first time, I was driving down Willow after an event, and there's this big billboard, and it's Mayor Shelton's campaign billboard that says, I want to bring fireworks back to Cooperville on 4th of July. I said, there's your next city mayor. Mm-hmm. And sure enough, it was. And he held true to that promise, him and his wife, Shannon, do uh, better Cookville, and raise hundreds of thousands of dollars to do this very little city and county money goes into it as far as money we provide the manpower and the safety because we want everybody to be kept safe and taken good care of but uh, he's done a great job putting all this together yeah and, and of course the county and the city all everybody's just um, a great team as we always said and i there's so many people that's got to make it work, but I don't think they they complain. I think they love it just as much they as the spectator. And I'll say, earlier in the week, I was in Fentress County, and there was at least six people I talked to that came down from Fentress County to come to the fireworks. And they said they were fantastic. They ate here. They ate, they ate supper, I think, at uh, Outback and watched the fireworks from the parking lot. Yes. But it's free anyway, so you can watch it, it from anywhere. It ain't like we're begging you to come to the fairgrounds we don't charge for parking you watch where you want to we just want you here and enjoy it that's right and this was our biggest year it got so crowded on interstate drive the city actually had to shut down interstate drive they were backing up out onto the interstates um jefferson and willis so they had to shut it down we had so many people they come from everywhere that's tourism that's sales tax dollars and so we spend a few thousand of city or county money like i said it's a small amount compared to all the businesses that donate and and everything but what we reap it's a family event it's it's a quality of life event but it also generates revenue coming into the city and county. So it's a great thing, and we just want to keep it going. And everybody seems to enjoy it. Uh, it's, it's a great event every year. Well, I appreciate your passion uh, to help put this on by offering up our, our employees and our services. Absolutely. So it's great. I do want to mention something on a sad note before we get into budgets. We, you know, we lost, uh, for those that don't know, we lost our longtime registered deeds, Harold Burris, last week. Uh, and, and of course, you've known Harold a long time, Randy, and, and I've known him a long time. I just want to say we're we're definitely praying for the family. We we miss Harold already. Great man, did a great job in the office, and uh, just didn't want to. I didn't want to forget to say something. We just we just miss him. Very sad about what happened. He was one of the most humble men that I think I was ever around. It was always about you and not him. And I know the pastors at Elder's funeral talked about that. That uh, he was always heavily involved in his church and always helping someone and uh, miss him greatly perfect example though of how quick things can happen one minute he's fine and the next minute he's not and uh we just we take uh, life and our health for advantage you know for granted sometimes and we just need to realize it can change quickly well and his and his uh i believe it was his pastor had said that he was and i didn't know this about harold but would dress up for talent shows (laughs) elvira (laughs) elvira and i'm sitting there thinking at the funeral i'm trying to imagine this in my head that harold does this and i didn't know this about harold so uh i think it's great we're gonna miss you harold and uh, to the family we're praying for you and just uh our thoughts and prayers are with you so we're in the middle of budget season uh, and, and as always, since you've come into office, we've had the same calendar uh, ever since you've been in. It's something you and I and the commission have, have st- kind of structured. We want we we want a structure. We want it to be a routine uh, to start working on budgets at the end of April and meet heavily in May and June, and then in July we want to pass a budget. Right. 
we met for the last time um, at the end of June um, and as a budget committee. <clears throat> and so we're, we're, we're getting near the end. We're passing the budget, I believe, July 27th. That's the last Monday of July as a county commission. But the budget committee has recommended a budget to the commission. There's no further meetings planned for the budget committee. Uh, and actually, right now, we're running out of time because you know we're getting close to deadlines. So yes. it would be hard to meet anyway to do, make any changes. you got to get the budget advertised in the newspaper. you got to get a copy to the commissioners in time. So... This started out. Um, we knew it was going to be. A, uh, I, won't, I, won't, I never want to say difficult year, but it was going to be a different year and maybe a more complex year because the officials <clears throat> were wanting to do something special for the employees. And I, of course, I'm all for it. We all we've we've seen that through budget committee, but it makes it complex with, with how we do our budget right. and how we how the process goes and. Uh, there was other requests in there, and we want to talk about that. That's why I have the mayor on. He's he's the CEO and CFO of our county. Um, and every every budget comes to his office. Uh, even the school budget ends up over there just to submit to the budget committee, so he's familiar with what's in there as well. Highway budget's the same, but everything else in the county really involved with that, him and his office are. And uh, we started out uh, meeting in April. We started in May, met heavily in May and some in June. And we knew with the request that we we're going to have to meet quite a bit or really focus on what we're doing. I'll say this. The budget committee did a great job. Absolutely. There's good members on that committee. I don't know of many meetings anybody missed. Uh, maybe one person missed a meeting. I can't even remember. I don't try to keep up with it, but I just know they were there. Absolutely. Um, a lot of discussion. And, and like I said, the biggest thing were raises, and we're going to, we're going to get into that shortly. How when, – when this started out, Mayor – uh, what was the thing that you were hearing from the fee officials and from the other officials? What was their priority? Well, two things. Top priority was their employees. Uh, inflation going up so much, gas prices, the cost of living. Um, we've been having a hard time uh, finding new employees, keeping employees because there's so many job openings. You start looking in Upper Cumberland at any given time, 10,000 job openings. Putnam County, there's three or four thousand any given day, uh, so you can go to work, find a job about anywhere. But our employees, they're our greatest asset that you have. Whether you're in business or government, they're they're your greatest asset. You have to take care of them. And our county commission has done a really good job. Uh, all the health insurance increases that we've had over the years, county has uh, eat all of those and funded all those and didn't put it over onto the employee. Uh, we've probably got some of the best benefit packages there are in the anywhere around here but with the newer generations it's not about benefits it's about what they bring home it's their paycheck and so we had some folks leaving uh, openings in several offices they couldn't fill and so we got together we met several times as county officials and department heads and that everybody agreed our number one top priority but the second that we didn't want it to be our priority but it was was inflation hitting us on utilities, our fuel prices for running all the county vehicles, everything we're buying was going up. And so we had to increase some line items in the budget that we didn't have a choice. Our fuel budget doubled um, very quickly. Utilities went up several hundred thousand dollars. Uh, so we had to do that, but we wanted to make sure we take care of our employees. So we started looking at a $1,200 cost of living raise plus the step raise that they get, which is either $1,000 if you're emergency services or law enforcement or $600 for your regular employees. So they were looking at a minimum of $1,800 raise. Uh, then it got to the budget committee, and uh, things kind of changed. We were looking at all that back in February and March and first part of April, and we were already down into May and June, and gas prices kept going sky high. And 
and we kept seeing that things were changing quickly. So the budget committee, uh, thanks to you, and, and, and I'm going to say this, Ben, I've known you for several years, and, and I knew your uncle, Billy Rogers, for many years, served on the county commission, was chairman of the budget committee for a long time. You remind me so much of him. I've told you that many times. This might have been one of the best budget committees that, that I've worked with, and we've had some good ones. In the last four years, this has been the best county commission that I've worked with in all of my years because I've got 30 years with EMS before for now. And so uh, the committee was willing to look at something bigger and better. Well, and, and I appreciate the comments there. I, anybody that compares me to Billy Rogers, is uh, that's a blessing to me. So thank you. I do want to get into the raises. Uh, you've done a good job with the preemptive because I want everybody to understand what we're doing and why we're doing it. We're very transparent. So when we come back after this break, we want to talk about the raises and other requests uh, here on Local Matters. I'm with Mary Randy Porter from Putnam County. We'll be back in just a moment. What's so important about shopping with locally owned businesses? When you shop local, your hard-earned dollars stay here in the community, helping to benefit your friends and neighbors, local schools, roads, and all aspects of community life. But what happens to my money if I spend it online or at a national chain store? In most cases, the profits go far away, out of state, corporate headquarters, or even overseas. It doesn't take any extra effort to shop local. Office Mart on South Jefferson and Cookville is your locally owned office furniture and supply store. For over 35 years, they've been proud to serve businesses in the Upper Cumberland with quality and value. You get real customer service, too. And unlike shopping online, you can actually see and try out the large inventory of office furniture in their showroom. And when it's delivered, it's not a box on your step. They're glad to install and set up everything. Office Mart. There's no other locally owned office store in the region. South Jefferson Avenue across from Hardee's. Shop local at Office Mart. Welcome back. Ben Rogers here on Local Matters with Mary Randy Porter from Putnam County uh, discussing budgets and the budget for Putnam County. And, and we're right in the middle of it, actually getting to the end. We're going to pass it at the end of July, hopefully as a commission, hopefully pass it. Uh, the drop deadline is August 31st by the state. So we've always passed it that night. It took us three and a half hours one night, but hopefully it won't last that long this time. But there is a lot going on, and, and the mayor did a good job talking about the priorities for the officials one of those or the biggest priority was the employees and and to take care of those employees they wanted to see raises now eighteen hundred dollars as you mentioned was the original proposal for non-public well for everybody everybody. i'm sorry for everybody so public safety and non-public safety there were a couple departments that wanted some more and and um you care to touch on that right quick no i mean ems was emergency services was one of them they got uh, multiple open positions paramedic positions there's a health care shortage right now and it's not just in ems it's in all the health care i was talking to some hospital folks uh, today and they were talking about all the openings they have at the hospital so it's a health care shortage for some reason our younger generations are not getting into health care like they once were so EMS could ask for more money for uh, for the paramedics. Uh, you had some of the other offices, uh, circuit court clerk, uh, register of deeds, election. Some of those other offices were also having problems with keeping employees. So some of the other departments had asked for more increase. But when they asked for those increases, they were thinking that that $1,200 cost of living was going to be what was going to go through. And um that changed though inside the budget committee with your proposal yeah and and it was a group effort um the the proposed the extra money really started with jonathan williams and he was trying to obviously help 
maintain our public safety employees because as you mentioned ems is really the one we're struggling with we never want to get to a situation where we can't get to a call like we want to and i had tommy copen on when and tom brown a few weeks ago to talk about that so jonathan really started it um and he didn't intentionally leave out the non-public safety but he was focusing on public safety so he proposed a ten thousand dollar raise for all public safety employees and and so i come back of course i got with you and i'm gonna say this folks and i've said this a hundred times before and i'll say it again mayor porter and his office know everything going on as far as the finance uh, finances and the budgets for this county as they should that's my job well now i work with a lot of counties and i'm not putting anybody down but i feel like they are on top of it all the time um in putnam county and so when randy and i meet to talk about and that's what budget committee chairmen do or budget committee members do they go to the mayor's office to get information to work on things to talk about solutions to talk about problems and how you solve that so when he when i'm we meet we great conversation uh we pulled in chelsea and chelsea's great by the way chelsea qualls my budget director does a great job fantastic gonna brag on her uh yep. just uh, magnificent we do miss debbie debbie had a lot of knowledge she trained chelsea well she you did. trained chelsea well and so we meet and we talk about solutions. We don't just pull it out of the clouds and say, yeah, we're, we can do this. We don't really know how we're going to do it. We can do this. So you and I talked and I told you, hey, and you agreed. We, we don't need to leave out everybody else. And they were, uh, $1,800 raise was in the budget, but I didn't feel like that was enough. So we dropped it down to $5,000 for public safety and, and upped it to $3,000 for non-public safety. Those proposed raises were more than what everybody was asking for in the budget, besides maybe one soil conservation may yeah. have had it like I asked for like thirty nine hundred for an employee. Right. So they got three thousand. So they did get a raise, but maybe not thirty nine hundred. The goal was to give more money than the goal was to give them a good raise. So hopefully our employees will stay. And they will uh, want to be here, and they understand that the commission and you and all the offices here are trying to recruit them to stay because we want them because we appreciate them. Right, absolutely. So we get together and work, and again, I'm going to brag on you. You've you you work overtime. Mayor Porter's not an eight to eight eight a.m. to four p.m. mayor. I promise you. I drive by if I drive by in Cooble on Saturday morning from about eleven. To five, he's probably there in the courthouse, right? Somewhere in that area. Yeah, that's that's my quiet day when there's no phones ringing, there's nobody else there, and I can get I can get a lot done on that day. And, the, so and I believe you work came in the Sunday before our budget meeting to help finish up some stuff. Yeah, I don't like to do that. I usually take Sundays off. It's it's God's day, but uh, sometimes you have to do stuff. And, and your, sure uh, God, your oxen gets in the ditch sometimes, yeah, and, and, uh, and I'm sure the good Lord uh, understood. But yes. so He knows the numbers, so I never doubt that. I never question whether He's telling me. Right information or not, I know it's I know it's real. So we come back with a funding solution for this proposal of five again five thousand dollars for public safety, which is EMS, sheriff's office, fire, our EMA emergency uh, um, management agency, or some people call it civil service, but our EMA. So those employees, did I miss anybody? Nine one one dispatchers. So five yeah. five departments. It's going to affect. And that's five thousand dollars is on top of a thousand step raise they would normally get. Right. And then we came back with a three thousand dollar step raise for public or non public safety on top of the six hundred dollar uh, step raise they normally get. Right. So that's the proposal, and it passed out of budget committee. Yes. I feel like that most people supported that, and without your help on that, without your clarification, 
we don't have it. And I just feel like the night of the budget committee, most people left that room feeling pretty good about it. I think you did too, Ben. I think going into this, we were concerned, especially with the inflation of, of trying to help our employees, but at the same time, being able to fund the budget with the inflation. And, and I know there's people out there that are hurting. Uh, when you start going to the gas station, filling up, and it's two or three times the amount that it was a, a year or two ago, uh, your groceries are higher, everything's higher. So the one thing that we didn't want to do this year is have to raise taxes. And I think we all went into that with that same mentality that we wanted to do everything we could, but at the same time there was going to be a limit. And I think we found that happy medium. Uh, Budget committee worked great together. I appreciate Jonathan Williams, commissioner in the first district, for coming up with the proposal to give the emergency workers a higher raise. Uh, Then you came in with your proposal and you kind of compromised there, and and it worked out good. And that's what this commission's always been about is compromising. So I think we got a good budget. It doesn't do everything we need to do. Uh, there's always you could have more, but I think it's a good happy medium between keeping our employees, helping them out, funding our budget, and not raising taxes. Well, when we come back, um, I want to talk about that funding proposal and, and how you and I came up with what the options are. I, I, we always want more, right? We want to no, do more. Yeah. We always want to do more. Absolutely. I shouldn't say want more. We want to do more. We want to, we want to be uh, proactive. We want to provide everything we can for our employees and our citizens without overtaxing our citizens. So we came up with a funding model. We'll talk about when we come back um, about the proposal. And, again, we're still in budget committee. It's got to go through the full commission. Things can change. Yes. Uh, there's 13 votes needed, only nine people on the budget committee. So I think it was almost almost everybody voted for the proposal. Um, so that things could change. But I want to have Mayor on today to talk about what our options are, what we're, what we're proposing, and be fully transparent with everybody listening about what our budget looks like. So when we come back, we'll get into that funding proposal that includes no property tax increase, and we'll talk about that and break it down when we come back here on Local Matters. I have Mary Randy Porter from Putnam County. We'll be back in just a moment. Welcome back to Local Matters. Ben Rogers in studio with Mary Randy Porter from Putnam County. This is our budget show, our yearly budget show, um, and may have him back on in a few weeks to talk about the final passage of the budget if something changes. Hopefully, the proposed budget uh, budget committee doesn't change a whole lot. I think the budget committee worked hard, and, and your office has worked hard to come up with a plan. Um, I'll say this. Had a lot of participation at the meetings from yes. officials, department heads, employees. I love that. I want to see that. Some counties don't embrace that very well. They kind of want to meet without nobody there. I embrace it. I want people. I gave people a chance to talk. I gave people a chance to ask questions. So I will brag on our uh, department heads and officials uh, for being there and their employees just there to support us to see how it goes and other commissioners. Yes. So that was good to see. So we talked about the proposed raises. As you mentioned, there are other things in the budget. Some of that stuff is is no longer in there just so we could try to fund this without a property tax increase. So, Mayor, what was our funding solution for $3,000 additional raise for non-public safety and the $5,000 additional raise for public safety? What was our funding solution? Well, it all came down to what was our best revenue source that we've had in the past year, and that's sales tax. Uh, most of the sales tax, of course, half of it goes to schools, and and but when it comes in, the biggest portion of it then goes to debt service to fund our debt, to pay for our debt, uh, where we've done all of our capital projects. Uh, the county has done a tremendous amount of capital projects, and 
and repairing roofs for our buildings and buying new fire trucks and all kinds of capital projects that we paid cash for. We didn't borrow any money, and that was because of sales tax doing so well. So you and I looked at it, and and we figured that sales tax has been doing really good the past year. Uh, we're, we're a retail hub. Uh, Putnam County is for the Upper Cumberland. A lot of folks come here to shop, and we're appreciative of that, very appreciative. And so our sales tax has been going up. So we felt like we had the room to move some of those sales tax revenue over into County General where most of our expenditures are for most of our departments and offices. So we worked out a plan to move a couple million of that from sales tax revenue and then a couple million from excess sales tax revenue we had the past year and moved it into County General, able to get close to balancing the budget, uh, and be able to do all that without a tax increase, and which was the one thing we didn't want to do for the county with inflation like it is. Yeah, and if we've raised taxes a couple times in the last few years, but it's always went towards something that we've needed to do. Sales and I and I get this question: sales tax. Why don't you sales tax? Well, you just broke it down. This is where it's funding. It it's is going to our debt service. It's going to pay for capital projects. Now, you've done an excellent job, and the commission's done an excellent job paying paying for a lot of capital projects that really were behind oh absolutely when i came in office in 2014 i'll never forget uh, one of the schools called me and said randy you you need to come out we've got a real problem and i thought well i'm not over schools but I, i'll come out uh, they had buckets sitting in the floor where rain was uh, was running down they closed off one section of the of the school and i said wow this can't uh, this can't go on so we started looking we had an engineer come in and and do a, a study on every county building that we had what what kind of shape was it in roof wise electrical wise hvac and and did all this and we started then doing those capital projects we couldn't do them all in one year but we spread them out and over the last eight years we have almost finished all of those capital projects almost every school that is not a new school has got a new roof got a new hvac systems uh we've we've done remodeling on them put uh you know some of the gyms at the schools didn't even have air conditioning in them and uh, we've been able to do that working with the school system got a great school board and so we've been able to do all that and pay cash for it and that's all because like you said we're a retail hub and we have that sales tax coming in so we can do that yes very little money of property tax goes into capital projects um what's the the amount of pennies in capital projects that that go in or oh, we only have uh, 1.6 cents that goes into capital projects from from uh, property tax that's about uh, three hundred fifty thousand dollars is all and we've we've probably done close to 20 million dollars or more of, of capital projects in the last eight years where we had to do uh if the roof's leaking at your house uh, nothing else really matters does it right. until you get your roof fixed That's so right. those are the kind of things we had to deal with we've done a good job the commission's done a good job of proving it and uh, we've got a five-year plan now that we're looking out five years on all the county buildings and all the departments trying to keep them you know up to date now well i have one budget committee come, member come up to me the night i proposed the three thousand five thousand raise and using sales tax money to fund it they didn't question you and I. They did not. They they said, "Well, I know better than to question you, what you and Randy have talked about as far as the money goes and how we can pay for this." Because I know y'all studied it. What do we do though if everything just tanks in the economy? I said, "Well, Randy and I talked about that. Our fund balance. Thank thank the good Lord and thank Putnam County. 
is high enough that we can sustain a bad year or two. Yes. Now, we don't want that. No. <laughs> okay? No. We're, we're not cheering for that. We're not saying, well, it'll be okay because of that. And it really will be okay, but we're not like – we don't want that. But it, if something happens, we can sustain it for a couple of years. Uh, that's in our general fund. That's in our debt service. Right. So we can pay our debt. We got enough money to pay our debt payments for a whole year without any revenue whatsoever. Yeah. So, and there's not many counties that can say that. So, we have thought about the future. We have thought about the what ifs. We have looked at every scenario possible. And the $2 million from sales tax that would normally go to capital projects, mm-hmm. wouldn't you say, was yes. where we'd normally go? Or, mm-hmm. or, or it would go into debt service fund balance. Right. Uh, which really our debt service fund balance we learned last year was too high according to the state comptroller's office, so we had to get rid of some of that money. But that's where it would go. So now we're using it for recurring expenditures for raises. Um, we are moving that to other two million from sales tax, one time money to general fund to help pay for some capital project. I don't when I say capital project, capital assets I should say, police cars, uh, ambulances. That money's going for those big ticket items. Yeah, one time items. Yeah. And so we've got a plan. Um, we're praying it works. We think it will work. I talked to a trustee in another county, a smaller county than us, uh, just the other day, and she said, Ben, people are spending money right now like they've been spending the last 10 years. I agree. She said the sales tax is not slowing down. Nope. She said people are going to Florida. People are driving here. People are doing this. She said it may go into recession, but right now there's no signs of people stopping to spend money. That's correct. And you sent us an email earlier in the week about building permits. We just said an all-time record on building construction in Putnam County. Blew away last year by over $20 million in construction, and most of that is in new single-family residential homes. Uh, Unbelievable. I mean, lumber has come down in price now. Interest rates have went up. But most of the people that are coming in and buying homes or building homes, they're not borrowing money. They are moving here from somewhere else. They've sold their house. They've mm-hmm. got cash, mm-hmm. and then they're putting it down. So it's not affecting our market at all. We continue to boom. I don't know how long that lasts. At some point, there's got to be a leveling off, uh, which I, I think will come in the next year or so. Uh, but what we saw in the past is a lot of times when the rest of the country goes into recession and, and starts going down, we kind of just level off. We usually don't see a big downturn, and I'm hoping that's what happens this time. But if we do – all we got to do is just not do some of those capital projects. Uh, instead of doing uh, $10 million worth of capital projects this next year, we don't. maybe we do a million or two, and we, we save that money and, and wait till the economy turns back around. That's exactly what I was going to say, because this this year we're in, What do you? how much are you thinking we put back in the debt service fund balance? Well, our debt service fund balance is going to be almost $25 million. And, and you think, when I started looking at our fund balances, I was looking at County General where most of our expenditures are. When I came into office, it was a little less than $10 million. Uh, this past year, it was over twenty. Uh, but we survived an ice storm, a, torn, a major tornado, several floods, and, and we, we cleaned up. We did all the repairs. We did everything we had to do. Some places, some of the counties and cities had to borrow money to do their cleanups for those storms, and we didn't. We've got healthy fund balances. So we don't want to get them too big, uh, so we're starting to spend some of them down instead of uh, instead of looking at raising taxes. And so uh, I think we've got a good plan. I hope the commission goes along with it at the end of July. They normally go along with what you and the budget committee come up with, and so we'll see. And so you mentioned some of those counties having to borrow money. 
for tornado cleanup and ice storm cleanup, and they borrowed that money on contingency. They were going to get reimbursed by FEMA or TEMA. Yes, and that takes sometimes a year or longer. We were we were two years getting uh, some of the funds uh, from from FEMA on the tornado, so uh, they had to borrow it and pay interest and wait on it. So right now, we have no proposed tax increase. No. Uh, we're just moving some revenue streams around. Uh, any other budget highlights, Randy, besides the raises we want to mention before we before I lose time with you? I think I think that was the key thing with our employees, making sure that they got those uh, raises. We did have some new employees in some of the offices, elections, and uh, county clerk, uh, judicial commissioners, family justice center. We added two more 911 dispatchers. Uh, health department got an extra employee. Our new veteran service office building we're moving to is going to need a new employee. So we did add uh, nine full-time and three part-time employees because we're continuing to boom. So – uh, just an all-around good budget, I think. It's a good plan going forward. When do, speaking of veteran service office building, when do we see that maybe being available to move into? Well, they got it in the dry. I think they started bricking the building today, uh, hoping to be able to move in sometime this fall. Uh, Going to be a huge change uh, for our veteran service officer, our archives, uh, our veterans museum. We're moving it all down into that new building. And then we're going to build a Veterans Memorial and a Tornado Memorial Park there beside the building. It's right on West Broad Street, uh, almost in the center. Not in the center, but in in the tornado-damaged area. And uh, so we're hoping to move in this fall. The progress on the new fairgrounds is moving forward. Moving forward, working with the low bidder on the dirt work and utilities and everything, hoping to get all that worked out and they be ready to start in the next 30 days. Mary, I appreciate you. Absolutely, Ben. Always enjoy being on the show. You do a great job as a county commissioner and as our budget committee chairman, and I want to commend you for that job. I didn't have to pay him for that, by the way, folks. I, and I appreciate it. I, people say um, – I'm <laughs> somebody complained that I was too nice on my show, that I complimented everybody on here. And I said, well, everybody I have on here does a good job for, yeah. for whatever they're doing. And I said, I don't have bad people on here. I mean, <laughs> I don't want to have bad people. But I'll, I'll say it again. Uh, Mary, you do a great job. You're hands-on. You're transparent. Um, I don't know how you do it sometimes. I don't know how you go to all the meetings you go to. I don't know how you're in so many places. It, it seems like at the same time you have a great staff. I do. People don't think about the people in your office. They're amazing. Behind the scenes. It's all those people working behind the scenes. They make me look good, but I give them the credit every day. And they don't want credit. They just they want don't. to come to work and, and do a and, good job. Yeah, and they do. So thank you for what you do for a county. Folks, hope you enjoyed this show. Always enjoy having Mary Porter on. Hope you have a great weekend. Remember, it's a lot easier to smile at somebody that is a frown. Make somebody's weekend be nice to them we'll see you next week here on local matters